and welcome once again my friends to the daily gator daily thought if you're left you just ain't right got a lot of stuff to get to and we're going to close out with a weird story about a very weird event in a very weird closet now let's start off with uh, Kendrick Perkins. He is a former player for the Boston Celtics of the National Basketball Association. Uh, he may have played for other teams. I don't know, don't really care. But he's now a, a, a spokes tool or a commentator, a gum flapper on ESPN. And of course, to be a, an effective gum, gum flapper on sports today, you have to say ridiculous things to get attention and for clickbait and basically because some of the subjects they discuss on sports talk, it really is meaningless, even to big time sports fans. So uh, this story by Jorge Alonso. And here we go, my friends, uh, writing for bro Bible, by the way, uh, Kendrick Perkins, there's a picture of him. He's a large man with a large head. And apparently a large section of his brain is eaten up with racial obsession syndrome. Uh, last week, Perkins implied that Nikola Jokic, who is a stud player, star player for the uh, Denver Nuggets, and I guess he's uh, he's one of the favorites. I think he is the favorite to win MVP award, most valuable player. The Nuggets are rolling record-wise. He's having a hell of a, he's a hell of a player. He's European. He's white. And you know, if you're white, you ain't all right, as they say. But he's won two straight MVPs. He's the odds-on favorite to win his third because he's white, apparently. That's what Perkins says. Now, he's having a hell of a year. I personally don't think any player should ever win three straight MVPs because when you look at MVPs, there's always, always several candidates that really have the numbers to support it. And, of course, it's who's most valuable to their team over the whole league. That's that's the basic crux of, of or their criteria, rather. So I always think you should kind of spread that around a little bit. If I'd voted for Jokic the last two years, I would vote for someone else this year, probably, unless his numbers were just that overwhelming. Uh, but uh, Kendrick Perkins has some stuff to say. Basically, he suggested that uh, Jokic is winning the MVT this year because he is a white European. That's it. That's the reason. On national TV, this talking point started two weeks ago and is get, has gotten worse and worse ever since. And I don't know if y'all can hear this. If I were to play this little uh, video on Twitter here, let me see. Let me see what I can do for you. Uh, no, it's not going to be loud enough. But anyway, he basically said, uh, well, here's here's what it is. On Tuesday's edition of ESPN's First Take, which is a, it is all about hot talking points, hot sports opinions on sports, and most of the opinions are absolutely asinine, ridiculous, and not even worth discussing. Uh, but on ESPN's First Take, which uh, features screaming a smith jj reddick who's also white i guess I have to point this out because he's he, he's retired now but he was an nba player also played for duke uh so we know he's white 
Uh, it went viral after slamming Perkins for his comments. Reddick said, it is an honor to be on this desk every day, but what we just witnessed is a problem with this show. And he's speaking of what uh, Kendrick Perkins said, where we create narratives that do not exist in reality. The implication, what you are implying, uh, that the white voters that vote on, on NBA are racist, that they favor white people, you just said that. So he called Perkins of the carpet for the idiotic things he said. Uh, and J.J. Reddick, again, the problem is, this sounds like MSNBS, sounds like the media now. Uh, the problem with, again, first take, is where we create narratives that do not exist in reality. That the white voters that vote on NBA are racist. They favor white people. Then Kendrick Perkins said, it's the fact. So Kendrick Perkins just said, yes, white people in that vote on NBA MVP awards, etc., are racist because they vote for a person who's white. In this case, they've certainly voted for a lot of black people, Kendrick. The majority of the NBA players are black. So what? Who cares? I don't. So even Charles Barkley slammed Perkins over his take. I'm not surprised Barkley slammed him over it. Uh, this comes from awful announcing. That's asinine and silly, Barkley said of Perkins' take. Asinine, silly, and stupid. Pick one of those words. <laughs> Whatever one you want. I like Berkeley style. One of the things that's silly about ESPN at times, they do this silly debate every year about the MVP. Going back to even when I played, Berkeley continued, they did it a lot with LeBron, which makes me laugh too. Derrick Rose won it. He deserved it. Kevin Durant won it. He deserved it. It's a regular season award. It ain't who the best player it is. It's who had the best regular season. But every year ESPN gets these fools on radio and TV to talk about who's the best player. They have these silly things every year. And it it's just really that the silliness of these morning talk shows. Uh, now, despite facing the criticism, Perkins again called himself a speaker of truth uh, for starting the argument about racial bias in regard to Jokic. Uh, he tweeted, a speaker of truth has no friends. You know who else doesn't have friends, Kendrick? Fat, stupid people that say stupid things that are asinine and racist. In other words, you. Um, uh, one gentleman tweeted to uh, Kendrick Perkins saying, you know what? JJ won today. That's why Perk is upset. Uh, Perkins responded, that wasn't a win or lose debate. That was uncomfortable conversation. That was way past due. By the way, past due, idiot, is not P-A-S-S-E-D. It's P-A-S-T. Okay? Past is like the past. What happened before? Past, P-A-S-S-E-D, as you spelled it, is when you pass something. Like when you pass stupidity out of your mouth, which you do quite often. It's never win or lose when a white man and black man are arguing about race because we can't relate. No, Kendrick, it's because some people, either genuinely or because they feel they have to to be relevant, focus on race. It's called racial obsession syndrome. It's an ugly thing. He also tweeted, last year I was a coon. I don't know why I was a coon. don't know who called him a coon. I don't really care. Anybody the size of Kendrick Perkins, I would not call that name. Unless I could outrun him. And with my knee, I probably couldn't. 
This year I'm a racist. Well, damn, which one is it? It's neither. I call out facts and not afraid to address the elephant in the room. Uh, said Kendrick Perkins. So basically he's just doing the hot take thing and getting publicity and it's, it's a joke, but to insinuate or call people racist in this day and age is very serious accusation. It's far more serious than it should be because so many people have played that race card over and over and over and over and over. It's really lost its meaning. So a lot of times when someone says, Oh, this person said something racist, I automatically assume they didn't. I automatically assume it's some leftist nut trying to create uh, some race, trying to create some, some drama uh, when it's not even there. Enough about that. Let's talk about a sport that isn't a sport. It may be the dumbest sport. Hold on. Let me think. Besides shuffleboard, the dumbest sport I've ever heard of in my life. Uh, it's called slap fighting. And this is on, uh, is it TNT or TBS? One of the, the former Turner stations. Uh, but basically it's two guys. They stand apart from each other, across from each other, and they take turns. I've never watched it just a little bit and don't really know how they determine who goes first, but you basically open hand slap the, you know what, out of the person across from you. And then they guess they do it to you. Um, excuse me. This is entertainment. It's not entertainment. It's watching some big guy slap the, you know what, out of another big guy. And it's just, I don't even understand why anybody would watch it. It's the dumbest sport I've ever heard of, but uh, some people say it's the next big thing. Some people say it's just unsporting and stupid. Uh, but the UFC president is selling slap fighting as the next big thing in combat sports, apparently. So that's Dana White, the UFC president. I don't get it. I just don't. I got to tell, say, Dana, I'm not a big MMA fan anyway, because most of the fights are kind of boring, frankly. Sorry, it's the truth. Uh, but slap fighting is just boring and stupid. So, so basically, it's, uh, yeah, it's like the Samantha B show. Uh, now let's get some more important things, things I know you've been worried about. I know you're there at home and, uh, you're just worried, sick to your stomach right now. You're worried that Tucker Carlson, whether or not he hates Donald Trump, um, why anybody cares if Donald Trump hates Carlson or if Carlson hates Trump. Hell, well, Trump, he may hate you today and love you tomorrow. You never know. I could never work for Trump. I just couldn't. Uh, he's just too too wishy-washy sometimes, too quick to jump on people. Then he praises them. Uh, the guy was a good president. I'd say nearly great president, great in certain ways, certainly. Uh, so, yeah, I'd vote for him for president happily again, but I, did, I couldn't work for him. He's just a little too high maintenance. Uh, but apparently, according to USA Today, Tucker Carlson said he hates Trump passionately. Uh, and other takeaways from Dominion Fox News lawsuit documents. So Dominion, who makes Dominion voting machines, uh, is suing Fox News 
because they claim some of their anchors, Tucker Carlson, Laura Ingram, Sean Hannity, I think specifically, lied about Dominion voting machines and the last election and all kind of fun stuff. And there were some emails leaked that had uh, Ingram and, and Hannity and Tucker Carlson uh, saying some, some negative things about Sidney Powell. Really, Sidney Powell. I want to know who the first, who the last person out there that still believes Sidney Powell on anything. If she ought to just wear a mask that says Carnival Barker, because that's all she is. Same with Lynn Wood, that little dickhead. I What is he? He's a lawyer, right? First time I ever saw him on TV, he was dressed up like Trump, complete with the Make America Great Again hat. Those are great hats, by the way. Far too good for Lynn Wood to wear. Completely a carnival barker. No faith in any of those, either of those two people. Carnival barkers never believed a word they said. Um, there's kind of the outliers that attach themselves to Trump to try to get famous. No, I didn't mention Laura Loomer, but you make a good point. Uh, again, conf- not confirmed, unconfirmed. My sources say she did indeed piss in her Cheerios again this morning to piss herself off so she could tweet angrily at everybody and get owned by Dana Lash again. Uh, but here we go with this story. Fox News' Tucker Carlson an apparently ally and cheerleader for former President Donald Trump, uh, actually couldn't wait for him to leave office, according to a text message that was released as part of a $1.6 billion defamation lawsuit. Uh, Carlson wrote, I hate him passionately, adding that he can't handle much more of this, according to the recently released court uh, filings. In the message, he said, truly can't wait to be able to stop covering Trump and added that he has grown to despise him. To each his own. I mean, Tucker Carlson's got a right to an opinion. I know he still does a lot of post-Trump stories, so I don't know how much he hates him. There are, all, are at times people that are your partners in a battle or a fight or something, a political party, uh, that you really don't like. No, I'm not going to mention names of people who don't like me. I don't care. And they probably don't care if I like them either. Uh, The juicy revelation. It was juicy, according to Yahoo News. Was this one of many buzzy buzzy details? Uh, This is buzzy details. Sounds like a new anchor for MSNBS. I'm buzzy details. I'm going to give you all the details and all the buzz. I'm buzzy details. Be right back. Uh, uh, But the... One of the many buzzy details that were released in the trove of documents that are part of Dominion Voting Systems lawsuit against Fox News. Uh, The documents shed new light on how the top talent and leaders at Fox may have really felt about Trump. Their true feelings, as revealed in the text, often contradicted what was said on air. And I'm not going to get into commenting on any of that on Fox Anchor saying one thing and feeling another. I'm not getting into it. Um, The Dominion Fox lawsuit is one of a series of defamation cases filed by the voting machine manufacturer against key election deniers, suggesting their unfounded claims uh, caused severe damage to the company. Maybe they have a case. Maybe they don't. Maybe their machines were, you know, 
were uh, hoodwinky. Maybe they were malfunctioning. Malfunctioning being in air quotes, of course. I better shut up. They may sue me, too. In a statement, Fox said the filing showed Dominion using more distortions and misinformation in their PR campaign to smear Fox News and trample free speech and freedom of the press. Here are the key takeaways, at least according to Yahoo News. Tucker Carlson's not a fan of Trump. Raise your hand if you care. As long as Tucker Carlson is fair to Trump in his reporting, who cares if he likes him or if they like nibbling on each other's ears? God, that is a gross topic. But who cares? It doesn't affect me. doesn't affect you. Uh, previously released messages from Carlson had smack-talked key Trump allies, but the latest messages released focus on Trump himself. Carlson's messages may come to, as a shock, a shockingly shocking shock from what I hear to some people as he has long defended the president and most recently inaccurately depicted the January 6, 2021 Capitol attack as a peaceful gathering during a segment containing exclusive footage from that day. Let's get it straight, Yahoo News. Your bias is showing badly. On January 6th, the vast majority of people there uh, were peaceful protesters. Many went into the Capitol, took a little tour, got led around by guards, were let in peacefully, went in peacefully. And then you had a very small subset of assholes that broke things, threatened people, hurt people, uh, acted like assholes, uh, things of that nature. So... It isn't either or, it's just context, It's just contextual as to what the facts are. Most of the people were peaceful. It's not all, though. It's kind of like those George Floyd protests. Most of the protesters were indeed peaceful, but there was a significant number of people who were very violent, destroyed things, stole things, hurt people, killed people in some cases, and uh, were just basically thugs. See, you can have both things be true. You just have to contextualize it so people can hear the truth. The truth is the, is the real uh, problem here because it's not being reported, my friends. Uh, la, la, la. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy gave Carlson and Fox News exclusive access to over 41,000 hours of Capitol security footage of course, the left has lost their mind because this footage has been released. If they're so confident that January 6th was so bad, why would they care if the video was released? I think we both know why, don't we? Because it wasn't overwhelmingly violent. It was a vast minority that were violent. Uh, Fox uh, Chairman Rupert Murdoch's January deposition, in his January deposition, the media titan said he had seen no evidence that Dominion interfered in the 2020 election to disadvantage Trump. Uh, he says, you've never believed that Dominion was involved in an effort to delegitimize and destroy votes for Trump, Donald Trump, correct? That was a question from a Dominion lawyer. Uh, Murdoch replied, I'm open to persuasion, but no, I've never seen it. Murdoch also indicated that he never believed the election was stolen in any capacity, though any lingering doubts were put to rest when court actions failed and then Attorney General William Barr declared in uh, December of 2020 that the Justice Department uncovered no evidence of widespread voter fraud. Uh, what there was and wasn't, you're never going to change most people's opinions. 
who think it was stolen. Uh, you're never going to do that. And it was two reasons, the massive number of votes, so many more than any other election. Obviously, that casts some, some doubt in people's minds. There's always voting machine issues. I remember Democrats swearing that Kerry was cheated out of winning Ohio and thus winning the presidency in 2004 because of defective voter machines. Huh. But Democrats did that, so it's okay for the media. And there's some more stuff about the anger at Brett Baer for when Fox News called Arizona, etc., etc. Personally, I think if the if the election wasn't stolen, if it was, whichever, um, I think it looked really bad because most people like me went to bed with Trump comfortably ahead in Michigan and Wisconsin and Georgia and North Carolina. And there was another state, was it Arizona? And you wake up a few hours later and it's like, what do you mean Biden's ahead in all these states? And that, that almost never happens when they're covering elections. Generally speaking, the person that's ahead uh, with 30, 40% of precinct supporting stays ahead. But again, I don't know, and I don't want to get sued by Dominion or anybody. So I'll leave it at that, my friends. You think for yourself, you're perfectly capable. <clears throat> now, I didn't know about this story. I didn't know Eddie Izzard is a, a comedian. A British comedian, I believe. Uh, and those Brits are funny. Spotty. Uh, but Eddie Izzard is apparently transgender and has changed his name. Actually, changed her name. He has changed her name because he is she. Again, that's the world we live in today. He changed her name because he is actually a she, even though he's still a he. So we're supposed to call he not a him, but a her. Because she who's still him wants to be her. Get that? Uh, During a Monday appearance at Matt Ford's Political Party podcast, uh, the comedian shared that she was adding Susie to her name. Susie? Tell me you're not adding a Q too. Not Susie Q. Uh, I'm Eddie. That's another name I'm going to add in as well, which is Susie. Uh, which is what I wanted to be since I was 10. She said, I'm going to be Susie Eddie Izzard. (laughs) Okay, then. All righty. Paging your psychiatrist. Let me see. I'm going to be Susie. Uh, What is it? Susie Edward Izzy. Is that it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, I'm going to be Susie Edward, or Susie Eddie Izzard. However, she added that fans can still call her Eddie if they choose, saying, that's why I'm going to roll, so people can choose what they want. They can't make a mistake. They can't go wrong. Susie Eddie Izzard, (laughs) this is so stupid, began using he or she, her pronouns publicly in 2020 and has discussed her gender-fluid identity in previous interviews. She told Matt on the podcast that she doesn't mind being referred to with he-him pronouns, but would prefer to see she-her. The comic continued, We're all somewhere on gender spectrum. We have just to chill about it. I agree, as in, I don't care. Eddie, Susie, Paul, George, Ringo, 
John, Melissa, I don't care what your name is. So there you go. There's the editor. Eddie Izzard update that you I know you've been desperately seeking out. You've been praying that someone would come on, do a podcast, and mention Eddie Susie Izzard, who likes gizzards. Uh, but now the final story of the day, my friends. This is a an odd story, a weird story, a fascinating story, and ultimately, mostly, I guess, a sad story. And this is from Two Oceanside Vibe, Channel 2 News. Um, here's the headline. Woman's woman finds husband's body in closet. Eight months. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. Woman finds husband's body in closet eight months after he disappeared. Now, I know what you're thinking. Yes, there's a W, there's a T, there's the F. Yes, that's what you're thinking. Uh, what, what made me laugh, whoever did this uh, new site, um, I wonder if it's it's a, a parody website. I don't know. Um, it could be, but there's a picture of a closet. The doors are open, and there's like four or five skeletons in the closet. <laughs> Oh, this is sad. When Richard Mage, 53, disappeared from her home in April of 2022, his wife immediately contacted the authorities to report a missing person. Richard had contacted her to say he was leaving work, but when she arrived home, she found his car in the driveway, but no sign of her husband. A search for the man was conducted. He was never found. Following the initial investigation, Jennifer Mage then contacted the police for a second time to report a bad smell in their house. At the time, the Illinois woman thought it may be the body of her husband, but after searching the house again, they still found no trace of the man. So, I don't know. It seems to me that if he had died in a closet, it would be sooner than eight months before there was a smell. I don't know. The, the facts on that, but again, that, that kind of struck me as odd, too. Um, according to People, as in the magazine, the mystery was finally solved eight months later. Okay, so the smell came before the eight months. I'm sorry. So according, again, to People magazine, the mystery was finally solved eight months later when Jennifer went searching for Christmas decorations inside their obviously cluttered home and ended up finding the body of her husband inside a hidden closet under the stairs. Ah, so there's a hidden closet under the stairs. I decided to put the Christmas tree up, and I was looking for a tote of Christmas ornaments, and that's when I discovered him. He had committed suicide, apparently. Madison County Coroner's Office also confirmed that his death was a suicide last week, as no evidence of foul play was found during the autopsy. The body was in a mummified state, and this, according to authorities, could be why the smell was not overpowering. As horrifying as the thought of unknowingly living with a corpse in the house is, why? Paul Pelosi's been doing it for a long time now. Oh, did I? Oh, that was mean. Nancy Pelosi's not dead. I'm happy she's not dead. But man, she's, uh, 
She's ugly enough she could be. That's all I'm saying. Uh, breaking news. Nancy Pelosi is not a babe. Uh, and Paul Pelosi isn't either. He's just a weird old man. Perhaps one of the creepier cases uh, is of Joanne Nichols, 55. She was found inside a false wall in the apartment she shared with her husband. Uh, Joanne had been reported missing in 1985, and her skeletal remains were only found in 2013. The husband at the time was suspected of having been involved in her disappearance. Earlier this year, the bodies of Shelvegan Roden and her son Jimmy were found in their home more than a year after they died. Uh, that's that's insane. But again, stranger things have happened. <clears throat> uh, I remember the story of a, it was a I think a young Asian woman. She came home from work on a Friday, and she was going out that night. Uh, her mom remembers her going into her room, and you know again assumed she'd gone out for the night. And then she never came in, never came in. And eventually they found her. She had, there was a closet in her room that was kind of, I guess, behind something. She was trying to get something out of the closet and had fallen, uh, like feet up in the air, head down toward the ground. And apparently she could not get herself back up and couldn't be heard yelling. And she had died because if you hang upside down long enough, you know, you will die. Um, that was horrific. I can't imagine how, how, uh, how horrific that would be for somebody to go through. It's horrible. It really is. My friends, I'm done. God bless America. Go Gators. And if you're left, you just ain't right. Almost out of time. Not quite 30 minutes. I've done it again, my friends. Y'all have a good day. We'll yak you tomorrow. Peace out, my friends. Next time.